Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions, and we would love to have you join us. Thank you guys. Hey. Hey, we're excited to have Leah back and Jasandra back. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Chaotic Harmony. <laughs> it's good to be back. Good. I'm glad you think so. Um, so we have part two of our conversation with these guys. They have been so um, brave <laughs> to mm-hmm. come on and be vulnerable and talk to us about what it's been like to uh, kind of get through their first year teaching. Welcome to your first year, te- uh, first year teaching. <laughs> Speak into the microphone now. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, tell us everything that's been hard. <laughs> um yeah, so I wanted to. So last time we focused on um, your background, how you got into music education, what student teaching was like online for you guys, and now this year um, has been completely different too. So I would love to start then. Did I? Did, am I remembering right that you guys started in the middle of last school year together? Is that October fourth. Right? <laughs> wow. Yes. Beginning yeah. quarter two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right after the break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really something. Yeah. Wait, so we were we were still online. No, 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 no. we weren't. Oh, no, no. So they started this school year, but okay. quarter two of the school year. Oh, this year. Okay, I get it. Okay, so you came in in October of this school year. I yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. 4th. Oh, so this is still really fresh for you guys. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've only been working for I don't know, probably six months or less. Less like than that. that. Yeah. Okay. Less, yeah. yeah less and, than that. And so I wanted to kind of dig into um, just the nitty gritty for how this year has been for you guys. Um, and uh, you were sharing before we started recording about um, instruments in your car. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about what your everyday teaching looks like right now. So where do you teach in the school buildings? Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So at Marshall Elementary, I have a space. It's um, in the auditorium in the multi-purpose room. Okay. On stage. Backstage, and so is, does it share a room with the lunch? Yes. Okay. Ooh, so you get to you get to smell lunch at ten a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and I also get to hear the custodian like rinse out the garbage cans, Cute. bring in the garbage cans. Oof. There's a lot of hustle and bustle. Wait, going just on just to clarify, yeah. backstage. Backstage. That's where your class is. That's well, no, it's, it's on the stage with the curtains closed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So stage, you do you yeah. close the curtains. Okay, mm-hmm. I got it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my setup at. Marshall and at Macmillan, I teach from a cart and I go from classroom to classroom teaching music. Okay, so you just join their their normal gen eds, mm-hmm. and they're all in desks. Yep, which is so perfect for movement. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. I mean, I'm glad that I I'm, we're starting off with the tough stuff because now it seems like. Everybody's on the struggle bus, uh-huh. from what I hear. For sure. Even, like, veteran teachers. So it's good to f- hear that I'm not the only one that's struggling. Totally. Yeah. yeah. When I taught on a... I taught on a cart until I came to Chula Vista. Oh. And um, I always said I was a turtle carrying my home on my back. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever you can throw in your backpack, that's what comes with you. Exactly. And then, are you on a cart, too, then? No. So I'm not on a cart, because they're... So... You heard... You heard in the last episode, uh-huh. um, we're, we're both working at the same schools, and the idea right. was um, eventually when we get our stuff together, uh, Leah will be focusing more vocal, and I'll be focusing more instrumental. So they mm-hmm. made it that way so that we can hopefully reflect you can grow that. into that. Yeah. Okay. 
So I don't have to travel, which is really nice. Um, at Macmillan, I have the auditorium as well. So you have the auditorium and Marshall, yeah, Macmillan. And I don't actually share it with the lunchroom. Oh, I get it nice. pretty. Yeah, it's it's really nice. It's basically mm. a classroom now. Okay. Um, and it's great, too, because the multipurpose room is very rarely used. Uh, every once in a while, it's used for... Uh, if an SDC student needs a place to relax. So we get a okay. little bit of noise, but I'm always happy to have them because they need that space. So, yeah, totally. Um, and that's really just, I mean, I feel bad because it's nothing compared to you having to deal with all the kids for lunch. So, mm-hmm. and then at Marshall, um, I have a space, but it's not a music space. So I use the YMCA room. Um, that's like the before and after school care. Yeah. 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 Which... It's nice to have a room, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a little, there's a little bit of storage for the instruments. Um, other than that, though, it's the YMCA room, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. which you is don't get to ideal. control how it's decorated. You can't right. leave stuff no. out because they'll yeah. be into it. And we do have the YMCA staff coming in, um, in and out, uh, mm-hmm. especially right before, like the last couple hours of school, which they, you know, they can't really do anything about it. They have to. They have to prep snack, which is always really hard for the kindergartners to sit there while mm-hmm. their snack right. being prepped for YMCA. Um, but it's a room, so it's something. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, I'm wondering. Uh, I remember the hardest thing for me when I taught over a thousand students was names. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you have you worked that out? How, do you guys have a way that you remember them right now? They have name tags. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think, well. There's a few kids that we learn their names right away. Yeah, there always yes, are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their name's usually Angel, in my experience. Grace. <laughs> yes. So we, yeah. Isaiah. Nevea. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. I Have my Neveas mm-hmm. have always been sweet. That's good. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. We, we digress. <laughs> so, no, we, uh-huh. don't, we don't know all the kids' names, but mm-hmm. I, I've been really clear, at least with my classes, where I'm like, okay... Do you want to guess how many students I have? And then we play, make a game out of it. And they're mm. like, 20. No. Um, there's more than 20 of you in this class. I'm like, okay, a million. Okay, not also, not a million. <laughs> Love um, it. And then I go, look, they I'm really, no really trying. So I, they're really, really mm. understanding about it, which mm. is nice. Because, um, yeah. And, and I think we're getting to a point, at least for me, where I'm starting to remember them when I see them in a group. So if I see them outside of their classroom, I have no idea there are, I'm going to sure. be honest. But if I actually, we were just talking about this. I run into kids at Target all the time. And I, <laughs> it's just the fear that runs through my body when I see a kid at Target because I don't know their name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. really what it is. I feel bad. I'm like, I, hi, you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, friend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. That's yeah, but but I, I think when they're in the classroom as a group, I can start making those connections mm-hmm. of I know who's on the roster together, so I know one of you is Christian or one of you <laughs> is, and we start playing together. Roll so. the dice. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's I I do think over time we can learn their names after we've had them for yeah years yeah. definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's pluses to having kids for seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I think it will it will happen, and then once we get to that point, we only got to learn the kindergartners' names. So yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. The TK. Do, do they come to your class with their name tags on, or do you or do you keep them? I'm curious how you work that out. Oh, I've tried oh, it both so ways. Yeah. So they come with the name tags on. Okay. When their teacher remembers. They come. Pressed. Yes. When kind their teacher of. remembers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which yeah, uh, we're we're we are dealing a little bit with that because. Um, 
it's something they never teach you in your music education thing or you know mm-hmm. program uh-huh. that not all name tags are equal and so if it's a tiny <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny 12 point font name uh-huh. tag oh yeah that's a sticker oh. that they put on every time it just doesn't it mm-hmm. doesn't do anything especially helpful. covid wise now you have to lean in yeah, yeah so yeah. yep i love it when kids have the mask holders with their name on it Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never had that. That's really? Cool. I have a, a little bunch beaded. of kids who do that. Yeah. Interesting. I think there's a kid who makes them at my school. Ooh. Yeah. Aww. He's like got a little business going wow. on. Wow. Okay. Sold a few to some of the teachers. I know. <laughs> Don't you love it? I love mm-hmm. it. It's the best. All right. It, What's If I can go backwards, actually, because one thing you, you mentioned, you're both in the NPR at different times. Is mm-hmm. it, during rainy day schedules. Oh, God. <laughs> there you go that's your answer <laughs> <laughs> like what happens exactly because i know for my dance teacher she teaches in the npr we just deal with it we just have so you still teach in the npr we just have yeah we i mean actually that's not true we had a really extreme rainy day one time at mcmillan and so i'm and i'm teaching in the npr mm-hmm. um and every all the vapa teachers we all decided to just teach in their classrooms because yeah. it was mm-hmm. it was so rainy that even walking between classes was mm-hmm. a lot. So I we that day. yeah yes mm-hmm. um so yeah I, but mostly th- there's been a couple times you've just with uh, the, our PE teacher you've just had to deal, deal with, with it. it yeah at, uh, Marshall it's a it's a smaller school um so everything is shared um mm-hmm. so our PE teacher uh, Miss Jane Kagiwa shout out to Miss Jane she's amazing Amazing. (laughs) love her so much um but yeah we just worked it out together like she'll be teaching in the auditorium like the main space for pe and i'll be teaching behind the curtains eventually she like was like you know what this isn't gonna work (laughs) for you or me so she just during one of the transitions she emailed a teacher really quickly she's like can we just do pe in your class today and that's how we worked it out um mm. but unfortunately mm-hmm. that that you got to be flexible yeah. um yeah. in these situations too especially with the very limited space and mm-hmm. um she's like oh, i'm so sorry Leah. like i did this th- i should have known better and i was like dude don't even worry about it like mm-hmm. we're it's fine like yeah. we yeah. didn't even hear you guys and then i noticed you were in there for like one minute and then you guys yeah. left yeah. for some reason cuz we were making too much noise but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's hard too because uh, covid wise we really shouldn't have any more than one class in the space at a Mm -hmm. time yeah but like you were saying they just i mean it's too bad because at at, at that school because it is smaller they have no options you know they don't have the space yeah everyone's just gotta be like you're saying be flexible Mm -hmm. as flexible as you can yeah Mm. yeah managing the noises is one of the hardest things i had to train um, students at the first school that I taught at in this district, because I taught in the NPR, um, to not talk going through the lunch line mm-hmm. and get all the teachers on board with that. And I was blowing my voice out. That was the year I started teaching on a microphone. Mm-hmm. So I have not taught without a Britney mic ever since. Like, oh, yeah. We both also have that. The Britney yeah. The masks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a non-negotiable, like mm-hmm. even way before masks were a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just won't use my voice that way. Mm-hmm. I think so many teachers blow their voices out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of vocal problems. And, you know, as a singer, mm-hmm. that, that's not going to work. Yep. Yeah. I need this. This is a moneymaker. That's right. Yeah. I just, I, I, as a non-singer who sings, yeah, as a non-singer who sings all the time, uh-huh. it just, 
I need it just because I can't, I don't have that volume. Yeah. Uh, uh. You know? Yeah. So I, yeah, I agree. It's really important. Yeah. What, um, what has been, uh, one of your biggest challenges this year? Yes. It's not an answer. Uh huh. Yeah. I know that's one? a big question. Yeah. <laughs> what, what came to your mind first when I asked that? I'm curious. What about you, Leah? There's a list. You had quite a reaction to yeah. that question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so that's different Wait, things. We are also on record. You are, yeah. Oh, we are? Yeah. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> this is being recorded. The, <laughs> I see, and we like our jobs. <laughs> I, I see the work-wife dynamic is really set in, and I, oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> we, first of all, we want to start off by saying we love our jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. love our principles. Of course. We mm-hmm. love our community. We mm-hmm. we would have, I, 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 I think I can speak for both of us, we would have quit much already if yeah. we didn't absolutely love what we're, we're doing yeah yeah as hard as it is it's so it's so difficult if we did not like what we were doing why <laughs> why would yeah. we do it yeah yeah, yeah. So. well and so and and yes of course um and i this community that listens to this podcast like we're all yeah. we we are we all have this job like yeah. we do it because we absolutely love it and believe in it mm-hmm. and like our jobs more than a person should probably be allowed to like their jobs yeah. right um but it's hard there's a lot of hard and being a first year teacher is hard and the pandemic that never ends is hard. And, uh, and I'm just curious, like what has, what has been something that you've had to figure out? Hmm. Scheduling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you have to come up with your own then? <laughs> I wish we had yeah. that luxury. But okay. No. Oh, okay. It it's was, it was handed to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's just, um, it's, you know, there's four different schools trying to coordinate a schedule. Yeah. Together. But just between how many shared teachers we have. Okay. Um, and that just gets complicated. With the other VAPA teachers. With the other VAPA teachers. Team. Got it. Yeah. So that that can be a problem. Just We're, trying to make it equitable for all the teachers and the kids, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, and we don't, we don't know the money dynamics behind it. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it's even more complicated for our principals who actually have to think about finances, too, mm-hmm. yeah. on top of it. So, yeah. The yeah. scheduling is... is uh, that's stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, like, I've said this many times, the, like, the kids are not the hardest part of our job. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> They're not. never... They're yeah. never the issue. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the circumstances that they're just plopped into mm-hmm. is, yeah. is what's what's really difficult right now. Mm-hmm. Like, not even being able to, like, I feel bad when I have to be like, and what is your name again, friend? Because yeah. the mask and the name tag, if they're lucky to even be wearing one. Isn't mm-hmm. it funny how when you see the kids without their mask, too, they, like, don't look yeah. like you thought yeah, they would? Yeah, they I do just, not. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yes. The second yes. at, they're at lunch and they have uh-huh. their masks off, and, and so the, the auditorium at McMillan, Millen is right. Actually, both auditoriums are right next to the lunch tables. Uh-huh. So we have to walk past them. I have no idea who they are. Yeah. The second I see their noses and mouths, you're hmm. like, no idea. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, behavioral issues, like, um, especially like, I think you mentioned it earlier, mm-hmm. like kindergarten and first grade right now. Mm-hmm. Interpersonal stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like they don't know how to act around one another. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. You know, if there's squirmy wormies in the back, I'm not going to stop every five seconds to just like, you know, right. uh, turn off fires mm-hmm. or like put yeah. out fires in the back of the classroom. Yeah. And then there's also um, just learning uh, for us as new teachers, like working and developing lessons for our special needs populations. Yeah. Yes. Because that's not something that is really heavily focused on or you're not trained in mm-hmm. when you go to music school or when you're getting your credential. You yeah. get one class yeah. in your it. credential and that's it. Yeah. I had See, a little... I, I, 
didn't have I didn't have a class. Oh, oh wow. Um, which was really, I, I and maybe this is a message to anyone connected to Boston University. That would be really great <laughs> if you can bring that class back. Um, which we have told them, and they do want to. So okay. yeah, but it's it, important. It's so hard. Which just it's not. It's a totally different game. It is. And, yeah. And yeah, I agree. I mean, we've we've had so many conversations on mm-hmm. this, but we just I just don't feel like we we are um, providing them with what they need yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that feels bad to know that like you can't. It's not their fault, and the stress that's happening, or like to them, is maybe not necessarily because of you, but sometimes because of your you know situation scheduling. Like that was yeah. the thing we had a um we had a VAPA day with the. Uh, special ed kids that was on a different day than usual that was really mm. really just absolutely hard for them it was it was just a, it was a mess actually they yeah. were really stressed mm-hmm. yeah so if i could jump on that also just you shout out to boston university for me shout out to like all at like higher education mm-hmm. Portland Nazarene. like i had a little bit in special ed but it's all like the paradigm was towards the general ed classroom as opposed totally. to yeah, yeah. Music, yeah. or right. if you want to make it even broader towards the quote unquote specialist classes, like, yeah. there wasn't that element taught. And so, and yeah. as we understand, inclusiveness in music education, mm-hmm. inclusiveness in education yeah. in general, I think that should yeah. be taught more and more in higher ed. It shouldn't just be a, like a small little it's extra not a class. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And yeah, I think it's so crazy how um, teachers are required to have so much education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our income is not equal no. to the amount of education that we're required to have. And then we have to have all this continuing education. And especially when you're a music specialist, mm-hmm. so little of it actually applies to your life. You know, I sat through a math PD the day I came back mm. from winter break. It's like, no. yeah, I we would have. So the most helpful um, PDs I've had for teaching special education um, have been music therapy. PDs. Yes, yeah. that's what we've been looking into. We've been researching. Yeah. And that I think I, and I would love to have. Honestly, I would pay for a class tomorrow if I could if I could find the right one. If just you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's hey, that Mark. Too. Um, hey, Mark. <laughs> I'm gonna be calling you soon. Right. <laughs> of, of even even like you're saying a general ed of just like what what can we do for these kids? Yeah. Non musically too. Just mm-hmm. just what yeah. do they need? Mm-hmm. What did like what what do I need to do for them? What do I need to look for? Mm-hmm. Um, what are they working on? Cause that's another thing too. I'm just, I'm really learning right now is what they're working on is so much different. That was a, the first class just threw me for a loop for sure. I walked into one of the classes and their lesson that I walked in on was squeeze, like how to squeeze a sponge. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. practicing motor movements. And it right. just totally shifted my perspective of, mm. I need to remember that the, the things that, these kids are learning are entirely different and the things that they need to work on and we need to help with is entirely different and you know some some of the stuff that we want to focus on in the other classes is not going to be what's helpful for those kids Mm -hmm. right right I look back on to how little I understood the differences between the different kinds of disabilities that they have mm-hmm. and the mismatch between what they're able to do and say physically and what they're they're actually, you know, cognating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wish I'd known a lot more than that. Um, mm-hmm. And I look back on how I approached special ed as a new teacher and it was, um, man, I've learned so much, you know, um, and the way I speak to them is so much different mm-hmm. now. So. Yeah, it's it's a big hole in our education, and it's mm-hmm. it is something that needs to get better. I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think too. Um, 
thinking about this year specifically and the trauma behaviors that we're all dealing with, mm. I have a number of kids. I have. I was thinking of a, a fourth grader specifically. Um, in the general ed classroom, he's totally up to grade level academically. But our goal, I was just talking to my art teacher about this yesterday, is keep him in class. That's it. Like, keep him in class the whole time and and quiet, preferably, because he's very disruptive. Mm-hmm. And we have um, things we're trying to put around the room that he's allowed to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like... The goal this year is like make school a safe place. Keep exactly. them in the room. Yeah. yeah, we have we have mm-hmm. a we have a little kindergartner that that's. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's. That's that's basically the goal. That's basically yeah. the goal: keeping mm-hmm. her in class, keeping mm-hmm. trying to keep her engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we have actually switched. Um, so at that school, we've switched. I, I actually do travel to their classrooms uh, mm-hmm. to help. The younger kid only for those younger groups kindergarten and Kinder- first kindergarten first for that reason mm-hmm. yeah. yeah just to keep them it's too much for them like changing the transitions it's like okay yeah. well now you've never been in school the time that you have been yeah. in school has been in the comfort of your own home now you're thrown into the space where there's so much going around yeah you yeah. know um and yeah. these behaviors start to pop up mm-hmm. and uh a lot of it is just pure exhaustion yeah. exactly yeah. yeah it's like i'd be tired too i'd be throwing yeah. a fit right now too but <laughs> for sure i want to uh-huh. <laughs> but i can't yeah. i must set the example right <laughs> um yep. so yeah, yeah these poor little ones again being as flexible with the students as mm-hmm. you are with your fellow colleagues yeah so yeah Please. yeah yeah and having a lot of grace for each other mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and grace for yourself mm-hmm. it's such a big deal you guys were saying in the last episode that you wanted to get to the point to where leah you focus on the vocals yes. um and mm-hmm. more general and then you mm-hmm. would focus just just on, a, on um like instrumentals do you have instruments at your schools right now what do you have yeah yeah we've got some orphan instruments we can use some more and i think our principals are really asking us like what do you want cool mm-hmm. which is awesome I'm, I'm excited for that um so but we have we have orph instruments we've got xylophones and hand some hand drums we don't have much else mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. that um we've got some recorders and some random we have a lot of weird percussion instruments at one of the schools there's a lot of weird we have like <laughs> a one of something and two of another and it's just yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what happened there but that's that's fine. The I'm happy to have them. The train whistle was my favorite. Yeah. Oh, those oh yeah. We've got, we've got a couple different, different sized trains, train whistles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Um, an assortment. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, my favorite posts on the teacher Facebook groups are always like, "What is this instrument?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? What can I and use this for? Yes. A lot of them are in perfect working order, uh-huh. which I love. So there's only there are two instruments, very small percussion instruments that need to be repaired at one of the schools. Uh-huh. That's it. So I'm I'm also really happy. Whoever the, the previous teacher definitely took good care of it. That's awesome. Um, and our kids are learning, <laughs> and they're doing pretty good. So That's good with taking care of the instruments. But yeah, we. I mean, we want to get some ukuleles for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ukulele it up. Are you guys yes. doing recorders this year? No. Okay. No, we don't have we don't have enough for everyone. We can't okay. can't share on a normal year. No. Um, <laughs> and we don't have the space to. We can maybe do it outside, but I think it's we could on, we really only have like a, a class set, mm-hmm. um, which just doesn't fare. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We do have some teachers who. We're talking about buying recorders for their classes. For their classes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we might have a couple classes, but... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then they could help fill it in. Mm-hmm. So what what is your what are you hoping to have by the end of the year? So you you're kind of coming in, you're reestablishing these programs because it sounds like they got disrupted. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody did because yeah. of the <laughs> pandemic. Where do you want to be? Do you want to have like a big cumulative concert at the end of the year? What are you What are you hoping? I'm curious. Well, uh, we we're doing a concert yeah. with yeah. the sixth graders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we actually this week talked to the sixth graders and we're just like. We only see you this year. We only got a little bit of time left. Mm-hmm. What um, What do you want to do? Because mm-hmm. um, my thinking is there's a lot that is of technique stuff that's missed. And that's just, they like, it's not their fault. We can't get that time back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what What do they want to learn? And a lot of them actually want to learn to read music, which mm-hmm. I was a little, I was kind of surprised, but maybe I shouldn't be. And, and all cool. of the classes wanted to do a concert for the younger groups. Which I'm really excited for. That's and they, sweet. Yeah, they got really excited trying to pick. So each class got to pick a grade that they're going to do their concert oh, for. Oh, I Buddies love that almost. idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, so one class is doing the I TK concert. I might steal concert. that. That's oh. a great idea. It was there. That's what they asked for. Yeah, that's oh. so great. Um, yeah, it's so I'm really excited for that. I don't think we are going to do concerts for the um, other groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest. They're not I there yet. They're, yeah, they're not there yet. I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> fair. Um, that is fair. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. 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 So we're, I think we're going to just have the older kids. I think it'll be good for the younger kids to see that, too, mm-hmm. to see and have that connection. Uh, and the sixth graders are excited, which is great because that's been difficult for sure. Sixth yeah. grade is a different animal. Like, Buy-in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you think... I was actually surprised that um, they're excited about singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? They're excited about singing. That's yeah. cool. Like, I have played Poison Set with them, but with hey. pitches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're learning how to read. Uh, they're actually learning how to do the pentatonic scale, but singing it first. Uh-huh. And then we're going to apply it with Miss mm-hmm. Jasandra. Um, but they were excited to, to sing. And then when I asked for soloists, like, I have all these boys wanting to sing like step in front of the class and that's sing dope for their that peers. is that's awesome. so cool and i'm just like you're not gonna tell you what's mm-hmm. like <laughs> i had no idea you guys yeah. this is like they're that's so cool. because they've missed out on that social peer interaction yeah. with mm-hmm. their kids mm-hmm. they're yeah. not too cool to sing no oh it is it is that and that's, that's cool. the biggest thing when i when i mean that sixth grade is like kind of a lot <laughs> that's the biggest thing is that they're just so social yeah and i and i just you know they haven't seen each other uh-huh. yeah. and so they are harder to get into focus than any other grade for sure. Yeah. But it just, so they just want to hang out. They just like want to hang not, out. They, they want to have a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they want to have a good time. If that means singing in front of your friends, cool, yeah. let's do it. And yeah. they're silly billies and I love them to yeah. death. Well, and, and we're doing that with the concert. We're having them, um, I gave them the option. We could do stuff as a group or if they wanted to do small groups and put something together, they could. Mm-hmm. And so... They they do have some small group. One of the classes only small groups, um, so they're going to. I told them you got to pick the song, you know, pick something that kindergarten would know or like, um, and like figure out who's going to do what. Are you going to sing it? Do you want instruments? Like we'll figure it out. And so we're going to do a lot of um, like I'm just we're just going to help them put that together. Yeah. So which is really cool that they're putting on their own thing mm-hmm. now. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. That's yeah. really rad. That sounds like a huge win. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, too, and I'm curious. Um, you know, I started out asking what has been a big challenge this year. And so what's been a big win? 
So that sounds like one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have to, do you have a story, though, from class, maybe? Like a little moment of joy. What's been good? I feel like love a your lot jobs. Of, there's <laughs> a lot of little moments of just kids being thankful. You know, I mean, anytime you get a little kid to sit in class and go, I love this class. Aww, <laughs> just feels good. That's great. Yeah. That is the best. They're excited to see us. And mm-hmm. we get there in the morning and they see us mm-hmm. when they're having their breakfast. And it's like, it's Fabo week. And we're yeah. like, yeah, dude, are you ready? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, and it's, it, I think especially um, just because we're both so, I don't know, I feel like it's easier to come up to, the, to us. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like an older man that has been teaching music for such a long time, um, it's easier for us to be. I'm not. I know. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> you know, but I'm saying like it, like we're both, um, you know, just starting out. So I mm-hmm. feel it's we're approachable to mm-hmm. them. Well, except they did size us up. Literally, like actually, how tall are you, Miss Kono? <laughs> oh gosh, like, is this sixth grade? Yeah, uh, fifth and sixth were yeah. the ones that were. How tall are you? How old are you? I think you're about this age. Yeah, somewhere on there. Mm. And was, <laughs> yeah, that, there was a little bit of like. Did they say forty-five? No, they. Because everybody's forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They guessed forty to them. They guessed. Yep. They guessed wrong, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like for upper graders, especially since they're going through that growth spurt. Yeah, and also they haven't their their perception of teachers have have been that square. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the size element, I get that. I if I yeah. see all my sixth graders now taller than me, I'm like you're. It made me really person. nervous though, because I'm too. like I'm as younger teachers, I'm like, are mm-hmm. you gonna not listen to listen me? just because I'm short? Yeah, <laughs> and I sound like my Coco favorite Mel. answer when I was. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, uh, they've dragged me about that. The first time I sang for them, they're like, you sound like Coco Melon. And of course, I'm like, I don't know what that is. I went home and researched it, and it was... No. Everyone. No. They all love Coco Melon. Can we do Coco Melon? There's no theme song for Coco Melon, is the other thing. Yeah. And they all ask if they can sing Coco Melon. Like, there's no... Coco-melon. It's... It's like it's a kids show. It's okay. a kids show. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. If you want to look up, I try to find the theme and I couldn't find one. And then I watched. I played an episode and was like, "We, we couldn't. There's nothing to sing. <laughs> what do you want us to sing here? They're yeah. just that connection that they make to like those nursery rhymes or to like specific yeah. intervals. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, so they're very... singing in Coco Melon and they. That's yeah. It's usually gotcha. regular nursery rhymes. Mm-hmm. They also want to sing. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about Bruno right now too. And I'm oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. <laughs> It's a dope song. My favorite answer when I was a teacher in my 20s and they would ask me how old I was is old enough to be your teacher. <laughs> oh, or what's your That's first name? <gasps> my first name is Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> to you. Have I, have I shared this before? The hmm. whole like what my my first year, hmm. like what the students guessed. What? So the kids were guessing what my age was. Like I, I encourage it. It's like, sure, let's, let's have a little fun. I hear like one's like, "Are you 80? Shut, shut up, no. And then I hear giggling in the background. It's like, "What's going on?" Oh, so and so says you, you have to be over fifty because you're balding. Oh, <laughs> that is such a shame. This is when I still had hair, like a little bit of hair. Aww. Yeah, I should have shaved sooner than this. <laughs> Way sooner. It's but okay. It is what it is. It is. We all live and learn. We yeah, do. Exactly. You're allowed you to walked grow. into that one. I, I, well, I mean, I didn't even ask that kid. That kid was not on the docket. That was not the plan. Oh, Dang, by they a do keep us humble. Fourth grader. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did get flipped off by a kindergartner. 
Check out my. I, I feel like I've hit. This is this a win? No. Yeah, I think a little bit, a little bit. I think it had to happen sometime, right? I don't think he knew what it was because he was sitting there so proud of himself and just staring right up at me and during the lesson with just his middle fingers for like five minutes. And I kind of at first I just ignored it. I was like, he's fine, and and he was and he was having a good time. Like he wasn't mad at me. He's just kind of sitting there. He's. It's also great because he's one of the smallest kindergartners. Um, I'll tell you who after. I'm not gonna put names on here. Oh gosh, um, this is great. Yeah. And then I finally looked at him. I was like, you gotta stop. And then he put it down, <laughs> but just sat there, so proud of himself. Oh. It was kind of cute because he's so small, and I was like, "I don't, you don't know what you're doing." <laughs> Where is tall man? <laughs> Here I am. Do you know that? No, oh, it's like the finger song. Uh, where is thumpkin? Here I am. Where is pointer? And then where is tall man? Mm, your middle finger. Gotcha, gotcha. If you've ever seen the meme of Mr. Rogers, like joyfully flipping off, like that's, yeah. that's why he was singing that song. Oh. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I gotta teach him that song. And people now. have corrupted that. Mm. Of course, That's the internet. Screenshot. I know the internet's the worst. <laughs> Best and the worst. Uh, oh. Man, I think we got our thumbnail for the <laughs> for the episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, if you so if you had some advice for somebody who's finishing up their um, credential program this year and maybe kind of stepping into next year, what what would you tell them? Don't take advice from someone who doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> well, that's all of us, so we're all in trouble. <laughs> um, if you, you think that what you just went through was a struggle, um, it's okay. Um, it'll make you stronger for what is to come. Mm-hmm. And keep doing it because it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's really great advice. Just it, it is really hard. Um, I, I guess that's not advice. It's more just validation sure. of your first year of teaching is really hard. So mm-hmm. don't, don't, you're still on the right track. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're struggling and you feel like it's kind of a mess and you're not sure what you're doing, it's you're really doing, hard. But the other right. thing I will say, I think that I've noticed is that, uh, there, I think we're already picking up. There's some, there are some select people who um, are just, I don't know how to put this. I guess they're just going to be really like there for you and really willing to share as much as possible. Um, I think, and I've heard this before and I, and I didn't, it didn't sink in until this year of just like, you really do need to keep those people around you and mm-hmm. keep them really close. Mm-hmm. Um, like, please don't, like you don't have, it feels like you're alone, but you really should not have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, I have a co-teacher and I feel like I'm alone sometimes and like to no fault of you at all. Like we're definitely like stuck at, attached at the hip most of the time. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's, yeah, it, I think just really, really like find, find those like life, life boats or life vests mm. <laughs> <laughs> and keep them really close. And then also notice those people who maybe feel a little more, um, there's a lot of people who are really exhausted right now and that's really fair, yeah. but that it just know when you, um, shouldn't be around that because, mm. um, you're going to be exhausted already. That's fair. <laughs> so there's no reason you need to pick it up from other people. Uh, yeah. And Man, that is, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And put, put your work away. That's something I'm practicing this yep. year. When you go home, 
you have there's always going to be something Mm -hmm. there will always be something you can do Mm -hmm. so just you you have to put it away sometimes Mm -hmm. um that's i that's like my goal for this semester Mm -hmm. is i go home and i have to do something and do something that doesn't just distract you but makes you think of something else you know so because i think sometimes we just kind of um like not just netflix binge yeah yeah Yeah. don't i mean do do it you know makes you happy but you know sometimes when we do that it's it's distracting and it's going in the back um but do something that actually takes you to a different headspace i think um i'm working on that um me too yeah yeah so or do something musical for fun mm-hmm. for music teachers that's, yeah uh, yes even Definitely. if it's just like what you said practicing scales yeah oh yeah i go home that's my thing is i'll go home and i'll practice some of the days um because i don't get to play cello all day mm-hmm. anymore uh so and that is i you know if you're a trained musician you know how to jump right into that headspace mm-hmm. <laughs> so do that or Go for a walk or do it doesn't have to be that maybe Cooking, it is cleaning, yeah screaming into the void <laughs> yeah scream yeah i really like that bit as far as work, I mean, everything you said was really really good but especially mm-hmm. working on something musical for yourself mm-hmm. yeah uh, i was recently listening to a professional development uh, development with um dr latson billings and also um, Frank, um franklin lillis and franklin was talking about how it's you're a musician mm-hmm. it's important yeah. for you to know like, know your stuff mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes as I think about as an educator myself, like I get so overwhelmed with just teaching music that mm-hmm. when I get home, I don't yeah. want to do music because that, mm-hmm. that's, it feels like it's work, but yeah. you're right, Jasandra, it's, it's important to get back in that space of no music is not just work. It's yeah. also life giving. I will yeah. say also on top of that, something that works for me because mm-hmm. I've noticed I, I can be very sound sensitive is that when I drive from work, I don't play anything mm-hmm. i make sure to have a moment of complete quiet mm-hmm. um just because you'll notice how much your ears are like ringing after school <laughs> from yeah. screaming and um well you not scream the kids screaming yeah. at lunch and hopefully you're not screaming <laughs> no um <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah i think doing something very musical because I, I i and you know the 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 percentage might be different for everyone but i do feel that we all kind of have this two sides of we're all educators and musicians mm-hmm. and we're we have this really cool place where we can we can put that together mm-hmm. um and some of us might feel more like musicians or more like educators um you know personally but it's really cool that you do have this space to put that but when you're in the classroom you really get to work that educator side of you so making sure that you're also working that you know i mean we all we're all doing this because we love music i right. don't know we're mm-hmm. creative yeah. people so be creative yeah mm-hmm. do something listen to your you know if it's cheesy pop music don't feel do bad it. if it's bts do it do it <laughs> yeah so yeah or you know coco melon coco melon <laughs> <Yeah>. blippy <laughs> find those people you can play in a quartet with man mm-hmm. i miss i miss that so mm-hmm. much i miss being in a choir yeah so find finding that those spaces yeah it sounds like it's time yeah. for a Chula Vista jam sesh on Definitely. the lawn. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's important for us to build a community. Mm-hmm. I think so, Jonathan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the only the best way to build a community is really by reaching out. As, as these ladies said here, um, it's important to reach out, but also to build a community. Mm-hmm. Click that like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Again, it's important. It helps us uh, so that we can reach out to awesome people like Jasandra, mm-hmm. like Leah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and also to other people we have other people planned yes. up and we wouldn't have met them if it wasn't for this community we've built so please make sure you subscribe onto youtube i want to take a quick break and thank my husband brian who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time but you need to know that he is first a financial planner for mission trails financial mission trails financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success they believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success mission trails financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. Okay, this one's kind of a fun spiccato. Okay. So these are... Well, because we live in San Diego, they're tide pool nets. Yeah. Um, if you were in other parts of the country, I imagine they'd be butterfly nets. There's butterflies here. Yeah, there are butterflies, but in these fact, are in the shape of fish. So. The, uh, see. Okay. Oh, yeah. I do see that. Yeah. So they're, um, but we use them to scoop hermit crabs up mm. at the tide pool. The monarch butterflies have come back, though. They have. I love them. Oh, uh, the glitter. This is, this brings me back. Mm-hmm. The, this brings me back. Oh, yeah. Yes, so they have glitter in the handles and, and, and water, and so they kind of bubble when you send them back and forth. I guess it's oil, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it looks... No one knows. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Not even the manufacturers know. No one knows. <laughs> Mystery. That's Substance. probably frighteningly true. <laughs> I think it's water. It moves pretty fast. And it's sparkly. Yeah. So what would you do with a net? I know what the kids would do if we didn't give them any parameters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adult. Everything's Adult. a sword. <laughs> yeah. Boom whackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Thankfully, you can't turn these into didgeridoos like they do with boom whackers. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh. I think there's a lot of similar kind of scarf movement stuff yep. you could do, but in replacement of scarves, maybe you could do it. I would, I would pair it with like a book. Too. Uh-huh. I think that'd be really fun so that you give them kind of movement imagery mm-hmm. um, since mm-hmm. it is a net. Mm-hmm. You probably yeah. do some sort of catching something. There's yeah. a lot of books out there. We can figure it out. Some frog in the meadow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frog in the meadow. Can't mm-hmm. get him out. But also maybe like learning phrasing. Mm-hmm. Like this is a very good visual for just like mm-hmm. learning. Okay, where does this go? Or yeah. something I've had to do with my string kids is we are working on rests and i bet you could do something where if you have a rest you have to catch it mm. <laughs> and freeze <laughs> oh that's fun okay. um because so you know, somebody you could just... have like a rest on a stick or something yeah and then we're on the floor and you just have to catch it and freeze for a second and then we can move on that sounds like a fun game um it's like freeze dance but better yeah because that is something with our with our string students they are working on so we do a lot of stop okay (laughs) so i feel like we could you play some notation cards in the year Mm -hmm. and kind of have like a mystery bag okay Mm -hmm. we're gonna be using the chord note 
cordon, a ta 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 di ta, or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's more like a bag element. Yeah. So that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. We, um, I use these for Vivaldi's Spring. Okay. Um, so I have a whole choreographed dance routine that I do with it, but I have little butterfly puppets that the kids put on their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. The folk manis um, butterflies, and they, they're flappy. They're really cute. cute. And uh, and so some of the kids catch the butterflies. Gotcha. You can get yeah. those using those little elephant. I like the notation, but instead of the back, using the elephant things, they explode papers everywhere. It's like a child's toy, and it's oh. just it just kind of uh. spits stuff in the air. You'd put, if you could get it, to work notation stuff and they have to catch it and then oh, that's you could do idea. like a pop quiz if huh. you're doing notation stuff oh the little elephant that blows the mm-hmm. oh okay. yeah and that's a they, game they actually oh, have to yeah. catch it but if it's a if it's like a notation thing or something and then they yeah. have to perform it or ha- they have to tell you what it is or whatever hmm. whatever however you wanted to do it that would be absolute chaos and it would yeah. be delightful and amazing yes, <laughs> yes. that's you could just put a bunch of stuff in a t-shirt cannon yes <laughs> The there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Crystal lost her job. <laughs> there you oh, go. That sounds delightful. They would, they would have fun. Oh. I would have fun. Totally. <laughs> worth it. Yes. The cleanup afterwards would be also Total worth it. Total nightmare. No, so oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, no, no. Like Times Square New yeah. Year's. <laughs> Better yet, uh-huh. this should be for, so, for someone like in Leah's position where you're in a general ed classroom. You let the general ed teacher clean up. You just walk away, right? That's what we do. And that's how to build relationships. I'm not here to make enemies. (laughs) No, right? Yeah. I have teachers that are very particular about their space. Mm -hmm. As they should be. Mm -hmm. I'm very particular about my space. Well, those are some interesting ideas. Round of the week. This one is the frog in the bog. And it's a folk song. Um, So let's make sure that I sing this in a reasonable key, shall we? There once was a frog who jumped in a bog. He played on a fiddle in the middle of a puddle. What a muddle. Better go round, better go round, shall we? Sure. There There once was a frog who jumped in a bog. He played on a fiddle in the middle of a puddle. What a muddle. Better go round, better go round. There once was a frog who there jumped once in a frog. He jumped was a frog. He jumped in a frog and he played on the fiddle in the middle of the puddle. Better go round. There once was a frog who jumped in a bog. He was a frog who jumped in a bog. He played in the fiddle in the middle of a puddle. What a muddle. Better go round. Better go round. Ta-da. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And if you have any questions you'd like to send to either Jasandra or Leah, you're more than welcome to send to us at Kiara Carmen Classroom mm-hmm. at gmail.com. If you have questions for Crystal, you could send them at. You can um, find me on Instagram at Mrs.Pridmore. You can find me on Twitter at Finny Vapa. And you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M R S E L I G M A N, on Twitter, on Instagram. <laughs> okay, he does it every <laughs> week. You smell so. Like, I have had PE teachers mispronounce my name each time, so. Uh, each one. Uh, and yes, IG, Twitter, TikTok. And also, you can find us at CH Classroom on all the socials except for YouTube, youtube.com slash chaotic harmony classroom. Or you can email us at chaotic harmony classroom at gmail.com. Thank you all. <laughs> Thanks and for thank, listening. Thank you for being part of us or yes. being part thank of this you episode. for having us. Yeah. This was really fun. Yeah, awesome. Great. Yes. All the best. We'll make sure to update everybody later, too. Definitely. <laughs> all right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.
The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com of our I just, level one we're all sitting there like why the f- do we have to play recorder like for, i just also i think record okay. she wants to learn never gonna give you up on recorder <laughs> she wants to rickroll people yes. on yeah. recorder which i think is amazing that is that's awesome <laughs> that's what we have the kids do when this the tv doesn't work i like it